that puts you around 400 grand a month in revenue or around a $5 million run rate. Is that generally correct? Yeah, like I say, we don't share our numbers, but I, I love your math. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to gitlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. Hey folks, my guest today is Andy Jednak. He's a seasoned venture-backed high-growth CEO who has led a number of digital media, SaaS, IoT, mobile, and app businesses. He currently serves as president and CEO of ClientPoint, a top-rated global SaaS platform. In past lives, he's played European pro basketball and produced television for NBC. Andy, you ready to take us to the top? Absolutely, Nathan. Good to see you again. Good to see you too. Okay, you, have to, you have to tease us here with this NBC thing. What was your favorite show that you worked on? Well, I actually worked on a show called Money Matters, which was fantastic because my uh, set designer won a, uh, an Emmy for design and my producer won an Emmy for the show open, which is the thing that happens in the first 20 seconds of the show. So my team did really well with that. And that, so that makes it my favorite. That's amazing. Okay. So how do you get into client point and what is client point doing for customers today? No, absolutely. And client point's really interesting uh, in the sense that we have a totally different view of how we do uh, SaaS. Uh, most solutions out there solve a problem, e-sign, video conferences, uh, document sharing, uh, calendar scheduling. We don't look at ourselves as a solution to solve a problem. We look at ourselves as a solution to help enable relationships. We call ourselves a business relationship enablement tool. And everything a relationship needs online today, especially in this remote COVID world, uh, happens all in one place called a client point. So you meet with someone at one link, you chat there, you schedule meetings, you share documents, you e-sign, anything you want to do happens at one link between you and whoever you're doing business with. Interesting. Okay. So that's what you're doing now. What are customers paying on average per month or, or per year to use your tool? Yeah, on average, it goes across the board. If you look at, um, you know, from the very, very biggest to the very, very smallest, uh, it's probably an average of about $75 per user per month. Okay, so that's consistent since 2018. No no real ARPU expansion there. Yeah, we, we, um, I think what's happened is actually our rates have gone way, way up, but also our largest customers have grown many, many, many times over. And so the bigger you get, the cheaper it is, the price per seat. So it stayed about the same as it was four years ago on average across the board. I see. Can I add, don't obviously name the customer, but what's the largest customer pay you today? Oh, we are, well, I don't talk about our specific numbers, but I'll say it's, I'll say it's, it's better than seven figures. Okay. I was going to say, you know, some of these public traded SaaS companies, it's just amazing. You see that, you know, a hundred customers paying a million dollar per year, but you've got at least one paying seven figures, which is great. Yeah, we do. We do. And, and it's broken up. It's interesting. Our tool, our solution, we're really alone out there. Uh, there's no one doing exactly what we do. And when you look at all of our customers, one third of our revenues are enterprise, one third of our revenues are, are mid-market, and one third of our revenues are SMBs. Mm-hmm. Interesting. What's now out of curiosity, if you look at your rev, all your revenue as a, as a percentage, as a pie, is it also 30% enterprise revenue, 30% mid, or is enterprise 60%? And that's what I meant. It's actually, if you look at it, a pie is all of our revenues. It's about 33% enterprise income, oh. and 30% mid-market, 30, 33% small business. So 
a lot more small business uh, users, uh, which is so exciting because there's such a need, even for solo players out there, to be able to have a tool like this where everything's all in one place. Uh, the alternative is, you know, you want to schedule. Calendly is a great tool. We'll go over to Calendly. You want to meet? Zoom is incredible. Go over to Zoom. Uh, you want to have an e-sign? We'll go over to DocuSign. Everything's all over the place in B2B relationships. And then it's all anchored by email. You want to share a document? Use a great tool called DocSend or something else. We just take all those tools. We put them into one place, whether it's those people that I named or if people would prefer to use our own version of those tools and pay less. Interesting. Yeah, that makes sense. Now, you when did you join the business? What year? I joined at the beginning of 2018. Okay. And the company was founded in, in what, 2008? Yeah, it was actually started in 2009. It was built within a company that had a need to compete and wanted to do a better job. So they built the software for themselves then. And then a few years later, they actually started selling it to other companies about 2011. And why'd they bring you in? And what excited you back in 2018? Uh, three things. Uh, first off, uh, one of the board members, uh, I, w- I had more than enough going on in my life, but one of the board members pulled the friend card and said, you've got to meet the CEO. He said, do, do me a favor. They're looking to level up. They're looking to bring in a SaaS guy. You know, I'm a, I'm a force, former Silicon Valley tech CEO board member. Um, they've got an incredible business. You got to meet this guy. And I said, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll have coffee with him. Fantastic guy and a fantastic group of founders. Uh, wonderful people. That was number one. I really, really appreciate good culture and good people. Number two, they had built an amazing product over several years and they just listened to their largest customers. And every week, every month, every quarter, they kept adding more features based on what? Based on what their customers said they wanted. And they'd managed to build out a very, very deep and extensive enterprise-grade SaaS tool. And then number three, they, they didn't know what they had. I mean, literally what they had built was something that could change the face of B2B SaaS. And those three things, I said, you know what, I'm going to jump in. So I changed my life and jumped in at the time. I love that. Now, Andy, you mentioned a board. So how much did they have? Had they raised a bunch of capital before you joined? If so, how much? Yeah, uh, almost nothing. They they'd brought in about a quarter million uh, and, and the rest they'd really done on their own. They bootstrapped the company from the beginning. Um, they had brought in a quarter million. Uh, and then after that, uh, we brought me on and that we, we expanded it from there. But we haven't brought too much capital in, which is interesting. So, so no, no other outside capital besides the 250K, even after you joined? We have a, a bunch of individual investors. Most of ah. them are our customers. They're, they're actually, most of them are CEOs of our customer customer uh, uh, companies who just love our product and want a piece of the action. They've all invested, but I mean, the total investment of the company is less than $5 million. We've just yeah. done really, really well on our own steam. How have you structured that? Let's say someone listening right now also wants to let their customers CEOs write checks. Do you do an individual convertible note for every single investor or an RUV and an SPV or how do you structure it? Yeah, we, we do a, a convertible note. Uh, you know, you know, there's a lot of ways to do it. And, and I think for your listeners, if they're interested in investing, there's a lot of CEOs out there who are going to put pre-money, they're going to put a big price tag on their company saying, this is a, this is a $40 million idea. So you invest on a convertible note uh, and it's a $40 million uh, valuation. I, I think that there's a lot of people who, who value the company too high. We didn't do that. We took a very fair-handed uh, amount of valuation of the company. We've slowly you know, grown that amount, the, the, the cap of the note, uh, the discount to a note uh, over time as we've shown that we've been able to grow the company. So we, it was very fair, very even-handed. And um, 
uh, as we've grown, we've got a really great syndicate of guys who, who are who are part of the team. And what do you anticipate will cause the notes to convert? Do you believe it will be on a priced equity round, or do you believe you're more likely to be you know acquired and the conversion happens at acquisition? You know what we are we're actually right now raising our very first ah. institutional round. There so, we go. There's the answer. So, yeah, All right. Yeah, how how you want to share? Answer. So that'll be your series. A, I mean, your seed, right? Or your series A? Well, well it's we, we, got, we, got, we make too much money to call it a seed. Call it an yeah. early A, call it a late seed, whatever it might be. Um, but but it, it's it's a small amount. We're going to bring in $5 million. Um, okay. We are literally just now starting to have meetings with, with institutional players, potential strategics that we work with. Um, and so I think the next step is to get that syndicate of investors converting uh, into that round, uh, which I'm really excited. I'm really happy for them because we're, we've done real well. Do you guys care about valuation right now, specifically your valuation? Do you think you might raise soon or sell a portion of the company? There is no other tool on the internet that you can use to get a better and higher valuation than FounderPath's new valuation tool. We have over 253 deals that went down over the past 30 days, all the revenue numbers, all the valuations, and the multiplier. That way you can go filter the data, find companies that are your same size, what they sold or raised for or at, and then use those as comparables in your decks to argue and debate and get a higher valuation and less dilution, which is the name of the game, less dilution. Check it out today at founderpath.com forward slash products. That's plural forward slash valuations. Again, both plural founderpath.com forward slash products forward slash valuations. Yeah, no, that's great. Now, most people in their series A these days, you know, they're selling between 10 and 15% of the business. Is that sort of what you're targeting? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so you're targeting sort of forty-five free money, something like that. Yeah, we're yeah we're gonna we're gonna let the market decide what that's gonna be, um, but we're pretty optimistic that there's probably the ballpark. Yeah. Okay. Back to the business. So you get going. You join in 2018. Very little raise before that. You've obviously driven some nice growth. How many customers are there on the platform? Uh, total is in the thousands now. Um, okay. We don't get the exact numbers out, but um, uh, we're now in the thousands. So I think when I last spoke with you, it was a much much smaller amount. Yeah. I mean, can you, so, so, I mean, can you maybe provide a little tighter range? Are we talking like a thousand or like 99,000? Uh, I it's, it's, uh, less than 10,000. Okay. Perfect. So between one and 10,000 somewhere yeah. in there. Yeah. Um, now is that a big goal for you guys? I mean, do you think you can break 10,000 customers next year? Uh, we, what we actually, our vision is to have 2 million people using uh, client point by the end of 2023. So mm -hmm. the way we're growing our business now is it's, uh, what we're going to start to do is really let more and more people have free access to a light version of it. And mm -hmm. uh, we're really excited about that. We're in pre-beta on that. We're, we're going to be launching it in beta uh, a little bit later this year. So the idea here, what we have, especially in the post-COVID world, is, is so, so important. Just to have everything. I mean, imagine you being able to do all your business on one link. You have one link. You give it to a million people and everybody who comes to that link will have their own business relationship workspace with you. Every single person. Uh, that's not available out there. Uh, and we want to make that available to the masses. So we're going to start giving away a free version uh, so that everyone can use it. Anybody in business can use it. And then there's lots of ways for people to get more by paying a little bit of money or for them to leverage into a full enterprise version uh, through that program. Makes sense. Now, Andy, talk to me about team today. What's the full? How many folks are full-time? We are now a little over 50. Uh, and the majority is still uh, product and technology. I think we're a technology and product forward company. 
we, uh, you know, we're, you know, I'm sure a lot of folks talk to you about the idea of product-led growth versus uh, sales-led growth. And, um, and so most of our team is still there in that side of the business. And we think a great experience is going to lead to delighted customers, which is one of the values. And so that's really where the majority of our folks are. Mm-hmm. Now, if I take, you said between 1,000 and 10,000, if I take 5,000 right in the middle times that $75 a month ARPU, that puts you around 400 grand a month in revenue or around a $5 million run rate. Is that generally correct? Yeah. I'm, like I say, we don't share our numbers, but I, I love your math. When you raise the 5 million series, and, and by the way, that's also consistent with what a series A company would be somewhere between sort of two and 5 million bucks of ARR. It's also consistent when we take your headcount and multiply times 110,000 in revenue per employee, which is average for a VC backed company, which you are because you raised 5 million bucks. You sort of hit all that. But when, if, if, let's say you get the deal done, you raise 5 million series A. What can you use that money for? How, how large do you think you can grow with just that capital? Uh, we expect to be uh, to use that capital and invest pretty heavily into the business and be back to profitability within five quarters. Uh, and we plan to do a growth round right before that. So we're going to mm-hmm. invest hard. We're going to get close back up to you know uh, you know the kind of minus five minus seven percent EBITDA range, and then double down again in a growth round. And that so well, that many- five quarters afterwards. Help me understand how that works. I mean, if you're going to raise a five million Series A and then invest it aggressively, I mean that means you're going to be negative for many quarters. You know, three, four, five quarters. So how do That's you, right. when you say profitability, you just think growth is going to happen? It's going to happen rapidly, so you'll be profitable five quarters from now. That is, that's correct. Yeah. So okay. we're going to invest heavy into product and also into marketing and sales. Uh, and and you know, it's basically what we've done. We've cracked the code on our new category, category of one, business relationship enablement. Um, we have built a machine to be able to pour a lot more gasoline on it in the form of cash in terms of marketing and in terms of growing and building up the product. Having a better product creates more virality, it creates more critical mass, and that's also going to be a big driver to growth. It's not just driving leads to sales. Yep. Very good. Andy, good stuff. We're rooting for you. Let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, favorite business book. Uh, you know, I have to tell you, my my favorite right now is Never Split the Difference. Great mm-hmm. book. I recommend it to anybody. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? You know, I have to tell you, when uh, Jeff Bezos uh, gave up the reins, I decided to really study what he had done from the very beginning uh, to his final letter that he wrote to the industry. I think it's fantastic what he's done. I've been So I've been really looking at all the things he did. And he left me and I think all of us in an industry with a really great and important point. And that is, you know, what value are you giving back to the marketplace? Are you giving back value? And if you're giving value back to the marketplace, that's how you're going to have a successful company. Mm-hmm. Number three, what's your favorite online tool besides your own for building client point? Oh, man, I got to tell you, I absolutely love Salesforce. Salesforce, mm-hmm. beautiful CRM. We are partners with them all over the world. CRM and client point are a hand and glove mix. So the, the CRM is where the database and all the information about the client is. Client point is where the relationship itself happens. We use Salesforce. We love it. So I'll give you that one. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Uh, uh, Between four and six. Okay. That's not bad. In situation, married, single kids? I am married with uh, three fine young men in their 20s. Oh, wow. Okay. Busy guy. And how old are you? I am 59. 59. Last question. Something you wish you knew when you were 20. Let's see. I I think when we look at everything we need to know to be successful. We think of skills and knowledge. What do you know? How do you apply it? I think what's even more important than that is is your mental and emotional strength. Um, 
What is your capability to be able to have great emotional intelligence? What's your ability to have confidence and certainty? What's your ability to be able to process fear in a way that you use it as fuel? All of these mental and emotional strengths are a lot more important than your skills and knowledge. If I'd known that at 20, um, I think that would have been fantastic. Guys, there we have it. Client Point launched back many years ago. Andy came in in 2018 to help really, you know, drive additional growth, which he has. They now have between a thousand and ten thousand paying customers. They pay on average seventy-five dollars per month. They're now looking to scale raising and targeting a five million dollar Series A. They raised about five million bucks to date from individual LPs who are also their customers, which we love. Very community-driven approach. We'll see if growth catches up to the raising. Uh, they've got a team of fifty right now as so they look to continue to scale. Andy, thanks for taking us to the top. Nathan, I loved it. Uh, Take care.